It's Green and Growing with Ashley Frasca. Plants, flowers, trees, and stuff. Brought to you by Pike Nurseries. On 95.5 WSB. Good Saturday morning to you, Ashley Frasca, broadcasting live from Pike Nurseries in Milton off of Bethany Bend. Yes, they let me out of the building six days a week. I am stationed in Midtown at WSB, and this Saturday morning, it was just as easy of a drive for me from Woodstock to get to Milton than it would be for me to get to the studio. So really happy to be out and about and hoping to meet a lot of our listeners and some of Walter's friends and fans today as we're broadcasting live from Pike Nursery until 9 o'clock. And I have Mickey Gasway alongside me. Good morning, Mickey. Good morning. How are you? And you were bopping along to my uh, to my show music Absolutely. there. Absolutely. Isn't it catchy? It. Yes, it, it is. It is so nice. So, yeah, we're ready to start Saturday morning with you. I know it's a little mm-hmm. chilly, but get up. Shake the sleep out of your eyes, get some coffee, and head here to Pike Nursery in Milton again off of Bethany Bend Road. We're going to be here till 9 o'clock. We just had Chick-fil-A delivered from Windward Parkway, so it's going to be a good morning. And Mickey, too, another reason. People like free stuff. So free garden advice, free Chick-fil-A for breakfast, free coffee, and also free strawberries today. Free strawberries. We are so excited about that. So how does that work at Pike Nursery? Y'all do that every year. We do. We have it on our um, strawberry Saturday. And um, you come in and you make a purchase and we give you a free strawberry plant. That's super easy. And really all you need is one tiny little strawberry plant because once you plant it, that thing, it almost like leapfrogs out and just... That's right. It makes daughters. That's the mother plant and it makes daughters. Now, what shaped container would you recommend a strawberry plant? Like, does it grow, you know, radial out in a circle or like a long planter? I mean, sometimes people put them in uh, hanging baskets. Sometimes people put them in the old strawberry pots where they actually have separate holes in there. They do that. Or you put it in the ground. Now, what about a hanging basket? Because once it starts to kind of spill over the side, then those daughters g- don't have soil that's to right. grab you're onto. Gonna have to. You're going to have to take those off and put them into a, a, another plant. Or, okay. Yeah. So yeah. that is something really fun to do with the kids. That's an easy fruit for you to start if you're a little intimidated. A strawberry, a free yeah. strawberry plant. And before the show, before we came on, Mickey and I have both been here for about 40 minutes or so <laughs> uh, at Pike Nursery. And we were talking about our seeds. And now this is the first year I have had the time and the dedication to lend to starting seed for my warm season vegetables. So I was able to do peppers, tomatoes, marigolds. I know that's not a vegetable. And okra was the other thing that I did. And I started those, Mickey, about 14 days ago. And the pride that you have, and I've noticed, you know, I posted it on the Facebook page as well, too. I mean, people are congratulating me like it's your kids, <laughs> like it's something you're really taking care of. Yeah, well, you do take care of it. You do. Fun. So I, we discussed, I'm about a week and a half ahead of you. Yes. You started your seed indoor just about seven days ago. Right. So it's not a race. We're not going to see, no. like, who gets what first. But just know, letting people know that it's it's, it's okay to do, to do it do in it. succession, right? Yeah, it is. I, um, I usually shoot for March the 1st. I like to do it about six weeks ahead of time. And our first average frost date here, our last average frost date here is April 10th. You pay your taxes and then you plant your tomatoes. And that way we can keep up with when to do it. So by then, my seeds will be just at the right size to plant. And I'll be having tomatoes before you know it. And it's so good just to think about making those plants sturdy enough and ready to go outside and you did it from seed you did it you saw it from day one so we've got the light kit set up and i've got a a fan blowing gently to kind of make those 
stems a little sturdier. And I know water is going to be my biggest downfall for getting to water. But I mean, I'm, I'm going in there. I'm popping in that little room in the basement every day. Like when Have I come you get home your from light work, on so a excited. timer, if you get your light, the on light a timer. is and the timer was such a simple thing to buy from the hardware store. So right now I've got it set for 14 hours on 10 hours off. Sound about right? About like that. I've got a sign on my back door that says, turn the light on or turn the light <laughs> off. That's hours. My hours <laughs> are so sporadic. <laughs> I couldn't possibly remember when to turn. And I go to bed so early. Yeah, I probably forget. Right. But I mean, this makes it foolproof. Honestly, yeah. a timer and you've just got the lights set up ready to go. So yeah, we want to hear your experience with uh, starting seed as well or any of your garden questions. Today is a great day to call. 404-872-0750 is the number. We have our first fan in the audience hello there thanks for coming out so pike nursery in milton off of bethany bend is where we are today free chick-fil-a breakfast and also we're giving away a lot of things today chris is standing over here at the promotions table says 95.5 wsb nice table skirt some free stuff rod stewart tickets he will be at ameris bank amphitheater in august so you got to plan ahead but you have to be here to register for that you have to be here live in the store to register for two tickets to see Rod Stewart. And Pike Nursery is giving away, in addition to the strawberries, to everybody with a purchase. They're giving away a blueberry shrub, Bountiful Blue, and that'll also kind of be a put-your-name-in-the-box. and No, a strawberry with every purchase. Right, but then we're giving away a Bountiful oh, okay. Blue okay. Uh, right. blueberry shrub. And my question to you, Mickey, was <laughs> I just saw that one little blueberry shrub sitting there, Monrovia, you know, in a pot, really cute, it's already flowering out. Will it self-pollinate? Like, do I need two if I'm going to win that one? Do I need to buy another one? It, it will. That one does self-pollinate some. Uh, you'll get better pollination if you have two, but that one will pollinate. So really, I mean, you're just relying on the insects to carry that pollen yeah, in and around your yard. They have male and female blooms on the same plant, but they carry them at different times. The ones that are actually uh, self-pollinating hold their male and female at about the same time. So that's why they're self so there's so many things you can learn here at Pike Nursery. If you stop by, most of the stores, I think they open at 9 or 10. Nine. Nine. But here, we're here early today in Milton, so it'd be great for you to come by. And coming up in the next half hour at the bottom of the hour, my conversation with Walter. You all know by now at 630 uh, every Saturday morning, have a conversation with Walter. Walter wonders. So we're talking about houseplants, and he's got some great advice and things for you to keep houseplants alive. you got to start somewhere. you got to start small <laughs> That's right. and work your way up, right? So houseplants... It's, it's kind of what we talked about with starting seed, Mickey. So important, and I think one of the biggest places gardeners go wrong is watering. I mean, yeah. that is the one thing you, you can control and you can fix. Well, with houseplants and starting a seed indoor outside, you can't control it. I'm sorry, but right. especially recently, <laughs> Not we have recently. no control over that whatsoever. But so, I mean, folks are just so unsure. Am I watering too much? Am I watering too little? And so Walter's got just one simple guide, one simple way that he's going to share with you at 6.30 of just how to make sure that those stay well hydrated and successful. And then at 7 o'clock, I'm looking forward to, I did something a little bit different, Mickey, and I think you're going to have fun with this. You remember Dick Clark? He hosted $100,000 Pyramid. Yeah. You remember that game yes. show? So I was able to sit down with the morning show from B98.5, Tad and Drex Mornings. At 7 o'clock, I always try to do a celebrity gardener segment. And that could okay. be a local Atlanta personality, a politician, a news personality, trying to get some musicians. <laughs> um, but so the Tad and Drex Morning Show on B98, we played $100,000 Pyramid gardening <laughs> style. Okay. <laughs> it was hilarious. It was hilarious. So I think that's something that listeners are going to be able to play along with at home 
or play along with here in store and all of us will just kind of laugh together because it was really entertaining but then your calls the rest of the show 404-872-0750 got a first call of the morning good morning walter in atlanta walter are you there <laughs> hey walter good morning hi how you doing ma'am great how can we help you this morning um i hate to get you a little bit off your subject but I no a, you're fine i have a plum tree out in front of my house and it's red plums and for the last two years about the time they started to get right they start getting like a, a little brown uh film on top of like a fungus of some kind and i'm wondering i'm pretty sure there's some kind of spray but do i, I put it on when it's blooming or are you aware uh, have you ever heard anything like this coming on plums or now, I'll get Mickey to back me up here, but it may be something as simple as brown rot. Now, describe the brown spot a little bit better brown on the plums. It, it almost covers the whole outside of it, yeah. and, and it's like a, a dry, it ends up being like a dry, a dry dust on it or something. I'm not sure about that, but what I do think you need to do is to get on a spray program, and you really need to start that spray program early. Preferably when the um, before the leaves come on the tree. Get if you go, we've got an orchard spray that you can use, and, and it tells you when to use it on plums. You start at the when it's dormant, and then the green tip stage, and then um, during the bloom and after the bloom. So you you need to get on that spray program. If you haven't done it already, I'd go ahead and start it right now and see if you can uh, take care of it before it happens. Because fungicides are really preventives; they're not curatives so walter so. are you seeing now it is starting to flower out just a it little bit like done, it has done started flowering out real nice yeah okay yep and we want to be careful fungicides are great too but you also have to worry you know when you're on the right spray regimen which you can look up on walter's website on walterreeves.com you spray the fungicide and you're also you know using insecticides to a point but those you, you have to be very careful yeah. with like mickey said no once the flowers are open we want the insects we want the pollinators right. and things like that so yeah that spray regimen and the timing you have to be really careful but um i'm going to kind of keep thinking about what it is that just is affecting the outside of the fruit you said not brown rot mickey is that more inside no, yeah that's inside okay so walter yep get on the spray regimen will you check in with me throughout the year because i'd really like to know how all of that works out and kind of keep up with your your success with it because then i'll kind of learn from that uh, yes ma'am i certainly will and I, sounds I really good appreciate you taking my call Thank Thanks. you very much. Thank you, Walter Drive. Safe out there. All right, coming up on 618, we're going to take a break, and we're going to check traffic and weather, and we're broadcasting live from Pike Nursery in Milton. You're listening to Green and Growing on 95.5 WSB. It's Scott Slate. Did you know you can listen to Green and Growing with Ashley Frasca on Saturday mornings on your smart speaker? And me, too, weekday mornings. Just tell your smart speaker, play 95.5 WSB, and we're on. 95.5 WSB, Atlanta's news and talk. Here's Ashley. I'm my own round of applause this morning, broadcasting live. There they are. Look at those folks that woke up, broadcasting live from the Pike Nursery store in Milton, the newest store in the Atlanta area. It is gorgeous. It is wide open and waiting for you. You can get in early, 6 to 9. We're going to be here. I'll hang around a little after 9 because I would love to meet all of you. I've been on a few remotes, Mickey, with yeah. you and Walter, and gotten to talk to people. And gardeners are the coolest people. They're oh, so nice, they? right? Absolutely. I mean, I have traffic people call and yell at me sometimes, but gardeners have nothing to yell about. <laughs> They're so right. chill. So, well, hey, we want you to uh, kind of be informed.
informed on what the weekend holds. Guess what? Sunshine, no rain. Yeah, That's really good news <laughs> if you're just starting your morning with us. It's in the low 30s right now, but it's going to be bright and sunny today. High of 56 and a low of 35. And then tomorrow, a mix of clouds and sunshine. High around 61, lows around 39. The rain doesn't come in until Tuesday or Wednesday, midweek, guys. And it's not going to be that bad. No. So Kirk Mellish, though, has your complete weather forecast coming up in uh, 10 minutes or so on 95.5 WSB. Green and Growing with Ashley Frasca. Here's your garden to-do list this week. All right, Mickey, this is where we do three simple things that folks can be doing this weekend or this week just to kind of make sure they're not overwhelmed in their okay, garden, okay? Good. So I'm going to bounce these three things off All of you. Right. You let me know. Good, no good. <laughs> All right. All right, so you and I started the show by talking starting seed indoors. Yes. So now is a good time to do that. You're not too late. I did it two oh, weeks no, ago. Mickey did it one week not. ago. Warm season vegetables. What you're trying to do is get them ready and grown for the last frost date, maybe mid-April, maybe late April. Get them ready to plant outside. That's right, especially like tomatoes and peppers and things like that. You wouldn't want to do cucumbers or squash or anything like that. Yeah, those we can start outside. But the ones that you usually plant from plants. Good. All right, and we want to watch the soil moisture too. That's key. Absolutely. Have your lighting ready and and all that. And use the right soil. Yes, that's important too. It's really important to use the soil. And the bag starter. here at Pike is just or a really small little, little bag. The little, um, yeah, you use the soil pot. I use the little peat pots. Yeah. All right, yeah. number two. Chickweed showing up already. Well, September, it was the time for the pre-emergent. You wanted to get ahead of that, but now you spot spray using a yeah. broadleaf weed killer like chickweed and oxalis killer by Bonide. That's here at right, Pike Nursery. Right. It contains 2,4-D. That's the main like active that, ingredient. That's it. It does broadleaf. That's for broadleaf weeds. So not a Roundup type situation that's going to kill all the grass around it. Okay, number three. Mow, but don't scalp your lawn if it just needs to be tidied up. I know my fescue is kind of out of control because we seeded back in the fall. So fescue type lawns, right now you can use a nitrogen rich fertilizer so when you look at the fertilizer numbers you know there's one two three mm-hmm. nitrogen's the first number if that's a little bit higher like sixteen four eight that causes the grass to grow and you really oh. don't need anything for the middle number yeah most of the grass fertilizers don't have any phosphorus in them at yeah all. so sixteen four eight that is according to uga turf expert and a friend right. of the show clint waltz at the university of georgia so thank you clint for helping me out with a garden to-do list number three how did yeah. all those sound very good nothing you overwhelming for the weekend right no okay i want to give fun. a shout out to jason too with the city of milton police department that just breezed in and out yes. of here that was so cool to meet him oh wasn't that great wasn't he Good. nice great to have and i want to meet you so come out to pike nursery in milton broadcasting live green and growing until nine o'clock this morning i'm gonna head out to cool ray field they're doing like a cool barbecue thing So I'm going to eat Chick-fil-A here. I'm going to eat barbecue later. (laughs) I think my day is looking pretty good. (laughs) All right, we're coming up on 628. we got to go. we got to take a break. We'll be back on Green and Growing 95.5 WSB. It's Green and Growing with Ashley Frasca. Plants, flowers, trees, and stuff. Brought to you by Pike Nurseries. On 95.5 WSB. That is a lively crowd, ladies and gentlemen, that woke up early this morning to be with us at Pike Nursery in Milton. I'm very glad you're here. I hope more of you will 
come as the morning progresses. We're here until 9 o'clock this morning. We got Chick-fil-A. It's still warm. Chick-fil-A biscuits and coffee. And also, when you come to the store with a purchase today, and you can make a purchase here at Pike Nursery. It's early, but the cash registers are open. Right. You get a free strawberry plant. Absolutely. And you can register for Rod Stewart tickets. We got two of those for Ameris Bank Amphitheater in Alpharetta. He is in town on August 22nd. And you can also register to win a blueberry shrub. So if that's something you've always wanted to start and haven't, It'll do just just fine in a container on the deck. Look how cute it is. Absolutely. It's they ready to go. so easy. Too. Yeah, and it's flowering Great. out already. Absolutely. So a lot of stuff to win, a lot of stuff to give away today. I think they're just trying to bribe you guys because they know it's my first <laughs> live remote somewhere. For, they're like, oh, we'll just give everybody, you know, give, give a lot some. of stuff away yeah. to just get people here. So I would love to see you this morning. I'm out of uh, Midtown Atlanta and up in Milton. It took me about half an hour to get here from Woodstock and Mickey Gasway. We're having a blast. Yeah, we are. This is a fun place. It's a beautiful yes. store. So one of our friends, Walter Reeves, he's not here today. He's sleeping in. Can you imagine? <laughs> but I had a conversation with him earlier this week for a segment that we do every week at this time called Walter Wonders. Walter's Wondering. Walter's Wondering. The definitive questions and answers from WSB's OG Garden Guru, Walter Reeves. Walter, I was able to pull you aside the other day knowing that we were going to be at Pike Nursery yeah. this Saturday, today, right now. And we thought a topic, a good topic for you and I to discuss together for Walter Wonders, choosing the right houseplant. But you got to sort of match the houseplant to your own situation. So we can talk a little bit about how to get a good houseplant that will live forever and ever and ever. And you have one 25 years old in 25 years. Yeah, I sure. I would love to know your strategy. Light is key. If you don't know what light level your plant needs and don't match the two together, you're more likely to fail than, than anything else. And so... Of course, the pipe label on the, on the plants, it says this is a low-light plant, it's a high-light plant. But how do you know what's low-light, what's high-light? Easy way to know. You need a piece of white paper in your hand. Hmm, no That's pencil? All. No pencil, no nothing. Take the piece of white paper, you put that wherever you're going to put your plant, and you hold your hand about a foot above it. The shadow that your hand casts on that white, white paper tells you what kind of light you have in that situation. If you have a very dim shadow, that's a low light situation. If you see a real distinct, sharp shadow, your fingers and everything, that's highlight. And so you match that. If you have a high light situation, high light spot by a window or something, then go to Pike and find a high light loving plant. Does the light type matter if I have it at my desk under a fluorescent or if I have it in a sunny window? Yeah, it does. Because under, under a fluorescent lamp, that's still something we can read by, of course, but it's still not bright enough. It doesn't have enough candle power. It doesn't have enough uh, photosynthetic energy, they call it, to make a plant happy. So underneath the fluorescent lights at your, at your desk, you probably want to have a low-light plant. What about a lamp that maybe has an LED bulb or something with now the dependency mm -hmm. on new LED technology yeah. and lighting? Is that it any better? It would have to be pretty darn bright, be almost uncomfortably bright for yeah. you. But the plant would say, hey, this is great. I love yeah. this, actually. Loving this a lot. Another thing that people should keep in mind with houseplants, if they're new to them or just intimidated by keeping that alive, light, like you said, and water. Yeah. And in both cases, you use your hand. You have a digital light meter using your hand and fingers, and you have a digital water meter with your finger. Mm -hmm. Take your finger, stick it in the soil, bring it back. If it's wet, don't water. If it's dry, water. People easy. overthink it. It's easy. Just, just see how wet or what. And, you know, I know your mama and your grandmama and your auntie said, 
water every week or water every three weeks, water every Sunday when the moon is high or something like that. No, some different plants in different situations need same plant, but maybe in a different situation would need different amounts of water. So your aunt's African violet that she watered every 13 days may need watering every 10 days at your house or every two weeks at somebody else's house. You know, I spoke to a friend, Lindsay, if she's listening, and when she realized that I was doing this garden show, she said, oh my gosh, I've got to ask you about my houseplant. Yeah. It's kind of viney. I don't know the name. I think it was Pothos. Mm-hmm. Pothos. Mm-hmm. But uh, she described it to me and she said, I'm just really struggling with the leaves. They start to wilt and they're looking a little yellow. Really, the best advice at the time I could give her was just consistent watering, though. Yeah. Yes, check it. But for some of my houseplants, personally, like Croton, I mean, I've kind of thought every Wednesday is my day when I'm passing through the dining room just to think, hmm, have I watered the plants lately Check or have it. I at least checked them? Check it, yeah. So that consistency factor really means something. And then sure enough, Lindsay spoke to me about three months later and she said, oh my gosh, I got on kind of a consistent regimen with this plant, Go. popped right back up. It's doing well. And I think the thing that a lot of people first think about is fertilizing. And it should be the last thing you think about it. Many times... Your potting soil has plenty of fertilizer in it you've left over from being fertilized before. Right. So maybe if you haven't fertilized in six months, okay, we'll think about whether it needs fertilizing now or not. But light and water are the two things that really will make you successful or unsuccessful with houseplants. And fertilizer, you're putting kind of an uncertain variable in there because folks may use too much and end up burning yeah. the plant. Oh, gosh, it's easy to burn, sure. Mm-hmm. If you follow the label directions, you'll be fine. You have to think about the the growth cycle of the plant. Plants don't grow very much in the wintertime, so you wouldn't fertilize very much in the wintertime. Plants do like, you know, to grow in the summer when it's lighter, brighter in the window, and so you fertilize a little bit more often in the summertime. They're using more energy when they're in active growth, They're absorbing more energy, making more leaves, sure. Prime indication that you're watering too much that I've learned, and correct me if I'm wrong, Mm The tips of the leaves start turning brown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And frankly, if you come either way, either it's too dry or too wet, the tips of the leaves turn brown. When it's, it's too wet, the roots begin to rot and they can't bring water up, and so the tips of the leaves turn brown. If it's too dry, the roots can't find any water to absorb, and the tips of the leaves turn brown. Either way. Before you leave, uh, maybe a ficus, maybe a, a money tree, money yeah, plant, yeah. or um, a peace Big lily. Fig, yeah, okay. How am I going to know when those need to be repotted into a larger pot? You know, they'll grow in small pots, which you just have to water more often. It's sort of an instinct you get. It just seems like they're really, really crowded. Yeah. I don't know if there's a real way to know when to repot it. They just look real crowded. They look like they're not happy. They look like they just don't seem to be growing like they ought to. And put them in a new pot and zoom, they just get bigger and bigger and bigger and flower better, too. So they'll grow to their space. If you put them yeah. in, maybe only transplant them to a pot one or two inches yeah, bigger. Yeah, it's a little I mean, bit bigger, not, not a humongous huge. pot at all. No, just one or two inches around the sides. That's big enough for that new, new pot space. What about orchids? Those are tricky because there's so many roots through the bark, and mm-hmm. then also the air roots that come out the top. When you said bark just now, that's exactly what you need to do for most orchids. They're terrestrial plants. They grow up in the branches of trees in the jungle, you know. And so what they would like to have around them is not soil, but bark. That's what they want to grow in. Epiphyte. Ooh, good Ooh, word. Pulled out, I pulled nice. out that vocabulary word on show number one. Yeah. Epiphyte. A plant that grows in the air. Love it. Yeah, that's Love what it, it is. Walter has a lot of good Q&As on houseplants on his website. WalterReese.com. Just type in ficus, peace plant, stinky soil of houseplants, all sorts. <laughs> I got all those houseplant questions all over my website. WalterReese.com.
That's a great website, and it's one that I'm going to continue to oh, preach. Yeah. And it's one that I use. Me too. WalterReeves.com. So one thing we learned, we just learned a lot from the conversation with Walter, but one thing we learned in particular, like we said earlier in the show, Mickey, I think with houseplants, the most intimidating thing is watering. So you stick your little finger. It's the analog way of, of seeing right. if the soil needs water or not. That's so easy. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And Absolutely. for me... I'm in the routine. All my houseplants are in the dining room, which is like an eastern-facing window, right. very sunny. So I'm in the habit of, you know, whenever I walk by the dining room every day, I, I kind of tend to tell myself, like, on a Tuesday or a Wednesday, I don't know why that's in my head, but just that's the day I need to check the water. And, you know, I mean, different size pots, different plants, they all have different watering needs. But just knowing sometimes that day that we in, need to check. Sometimes the, the days get longer, and sometimes they need to be watered more often than they do in the wintertime when there's not as and much And guess light. what? The days are going to get longer exactly starting on soon. Monday. <laughs> yeah, this daylight savings time is for the birds. Yeah. All right, 404-872-0750. Scott in Monticello. Good morning, Scott. You're on green and growing. Hey, Scott, what can we do for you today? Yes, ma'am. I'd like to know if, uh, if a flowering crabapple tree will pollinate a regular apple tree or any other uh, plants that need pollinating? My answer yes. was yes, and Mickey confirmed yes. Yes, it, they will. They'll, uh, apples and crab apples, they'll, both, they'll pollinate both. Even though it's just a flowering crab apple, is that correct? Yep. Okay. Well, great. I do appreciate okay. it. Yep. Thank you very much. What apple tree do you have, Scott? What variety did apple. you plant? I have Granny Smith, and I have Ooh. Golden Delicious. Oh, great. And are, how close are the two apple trees together? Um, about 30, about uh, 40 feet from each other. And the, the yellow delicious wool is a great pollinator for, um, it's almost a universal pollinator. So it'll pollinate oh, it, others as well. Well, is the uh, crab apple also, uh, it can pollinate uh, quite a few varieties as well. Is that correct? Yes, yes. Okay. Well, the, and, and what was the, which one did you say it was? The, that was the another good one? The Yellow Delicious is, a, or yellow Golden Delicious. delicious. Isn't in, in that the one you said you had? I have Golden Delicious, yes, ma'am. Yeah, no. same or, thing, yeah. same thing. Yeah, okay, uh, okay, great. Yeah, and it's a great pollinator. Great, then I'm, 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 I'm tracking on pretty good then. I You're guess all set. Oh, thank you for all the right. call, Scott. Really thank appreciate you. it. All right, come see us. Have a good Bye -bye. morning. Bye. Bye. You can call with your garden question, too. You know, having Mickey Gasaway here on the air with us until 9 o'clock is a bonus. Because what I can't answer, Mickey can answer. I don't think I've ever stumped you. Or a caller's <laughs> never stumped you. I mean, I've just got you fooled. Yeah, well, okay. <laughs> so, yeah, and we all learn together. If we don't know the answers, we'll, we'll kind of learn with that. 404-872-0750 is the number to call green and growing here on uh, 95.5 WSB. And we also have an audience this morning at the Pike Nursery in Milton. So we're going to give some of the audience members later in the show a chance to ask their gardening questions, too. So whether they're coming from the phone, coming from in-store, we're all going to learn together. At this point, Jason and Justin back at the studio, I want to give away the weekend prize pack. We do have two of those to give away throughout the show today. So don't call yet. You got to hear a pair of tickets to Blackberry Smoke's Spirit of the South Tour, a celebration of Southern rock and roll on Saturday, August 8th at the Fox Theater. That's a great venue. Special guests include the Almond Betts Band, Wild Feathers, and the founding member of the Almond Brothers Band, J-Mo. 
Tickets are on sale now at foxtheater.org, but you don't need to buy them. You can win two right now, and then you'll have a chance to win two later. You have to call 404-741-0750, 404-741-0750. Justin, you're looking for caller five. I'm going to make them work for it today. Caller number five wins the two tickets to see Blackberry Smoke at the Fox Theater. That's a great date night on August 8th. All right, got to take a break, check traffic and weather, and traffic's going to be pretty good, Mike Shields, for folks to get here to Milton off Bethany Bend and come see us. So we'll be back on Green and Growing 95.5 WSB. Scott Slade here on your WSB Weekend. Enjoy Green and Growing with Ashley Frasca and Dave Baker's Home Fix-It this morning on 95.5 WSB. The WSB News team, meteorologist Kirk Mellish and I, will be here Monday morning with Atlanta's Morning News. Here's Ashley. So, Jason, good job with that. That was Blackberry Smoke. We just gave away two tickets to see them at the Fox Theater in August. Keep listening until 9 o'clock. You'll have another chance to win. A quick weather update brought to you by Finley Roofing. Want to make it quick because it's easy this weekend. It's going to be sunny. Can we have a round of applause for no rain? The crew here at Pike Nursery in Milton and people all over Georgia very happy that there is no rain in the forecast. It's cold this morning, but highs are going to get to the mid-50s, lows around 35, sunshine all day, no matter what you're doing outside. And then tomorrow, a mix of sun and clouds, high of 61, a low of 39. Kirk, Kirk Mellish has your complete forecast coming up on 95.5 WSB. So we want your garden calls, your garden questions. You know you want Mickey to answer those, and I mean, I can too, but 404-872-0750. Put our heads together. And we have Peter actually here at the Pike Nursery Store in Milton. Good morning, Peter. Good morning. What city are you from? Uh, Hickory Flat, Canton. Okay, so you came from the same area as me this morning. I sure Just did. Just came down Birmingham Highway and all of that, mm-hmm. Batesville Road. All right, yep. sir. Well, what is your garden question for Mickey and I this morning? How do you get fescue to grow in a yard that's been overgrown with moss? That's a great question. So what's the tree situation that you've got, you know, where the moss is like pretty large oak trees or what are we looking at that keeps it so shaded? I wish it were oak trees, sweet gum trees. Oh, okay. Those are no fun. Okay, so Peter, we've got a good solution for you because really what we need to start with before we start with any grass is changing the condition of that soil, changing the condition that moss likes to grow in. So it likes low-lying places, damp places, shady places, right? Compacted soil. Yeah, compacted soil to Georgia red clay famous for that of course so really we need to change up the soil conditions first maybe even do a little bit of pruning to let some more light in there to even begin to think about a successful grass right yeah Uh, we used to we would always say to lime it that it was usually real real uh, acid now they're not leaning that way anymore but I would test my soil in there anyway just to make sure and we've got the soil test kits that you can do here for the acidity or you can send off uh, um, it to your extension service you can send something off I would do that and then make sure I would till it real good and um, and grass will grow in some shade not I mean even though we have shade grasses we're not talking about deep deep shade we're talking about some filter so. we have a prettier yard in the winter than we do in the oh, summer it's be- oh, I, I bet it's really been grass. this yes. year i bet it's been beautiful. so really i mean that is one thing that a lot of georgia residents are up against is with all of our big trees you know a lot of shady areas and people that want grass so one of the first things i always go to yes there's shade tolerant fescue and things like that but mondo grass mondo grass it's harder to catch on and, and really to spread, but it's very lush, it's very compact, it's very green. 
green and mondo grass does great in shady places so yeah let's get the soil right first and get rid of the moss and then kind of go from there thank you thank you peter thank you and mary lynn for coming in this morning really appreciate it we want you here too pike nursery in milton off bethany bend road put in the gps show up have coffee and breakfast with us and win a bunch of free stuff we're giving away so we will be back with celebrity gardener and more of your garden questions on 95.5 wsb pulling up to mickey d's just for drinks oh yeah that's me nothing extra just perfection and a straw coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.